welcome to Misunderstood, a show for all you culturally and politically misunderstood ladies and gents. We are your hosts. I'm Kat. And I'm Nat. And today we're going to be talking about body image, the over-sexualization of women, and the social pressure of trying to look like Kim Kardashian. Yeah! But of course, first and foremost, we're going to start with our patented culture shock moment of the week. Take it away, Kat. Well, here's a shock. Misunderstood now has merch. Holla! You can find it at misunderstoodmerch.com or misunderstoodstore.ca. CA. Yahoo! Just to be extra confusing for me. <laughs> <laughs> um, some of my personal favorites are the hat with the female symbol That's on it. so cute. It's just so, like, now. Yeah, it is. And I you think... know what else is so now? What? <laughs> the shirt that says, assume my gender. Oh, my God. Because people should and can assume you your gender. You definitely can. It's possible. It's possible. And encouraged. And even more exciting, if you buy some MU merch, M-U-M, uh, you can get 10% off right now using the code misunderstood10 at checkout. So definitely do that and send us photos of your merch. Yeah. Yeah, we'll like, put it on the show. Yeah, it's going to be great. So go to misunderstoodmerch.ca.com. <laughs> misunderstoodmerch.com. I'm going to get there. We'll get there. We'll get There's there. Just find girls. it. Just Google misunderstood merch. You'll find it. <laughs> yeah, <perfect. laughs> okay, let's start the show with our first article. How to build your confidence uh, in your natural womanhood in a world that over-sexualizes women. So this is from Evie. You guys know we love We Evie. love Evie. Um, so basically, mm. Hollywood has been over-sexualizing over women for decades. Goodness gracious. <laughs> um, so Jennifer Love Hewitt, you know, for example, in the 90s was only asked questions about um, her body. You know, Britney Spears was over-sexualized as a young, she young teen. 16. Exactly. She became a sex icon, I yeah. think, you know. Um, and then, of course, recently, even more recently, um, Millie brought Millie Bobby, Bobby Brown. Brown yeah. Um, who was who recently turned 18 uh, has also experienced some creeps uh, now that she's a legal adult. Yeah. So this is obviously not new. No, it's not new. It's and not new. Yeah. Like you said, in the 90s, there was um, Natalie Portman, who was yeah. super, super young when she came into fame. Um, beautiful people. But when they're children, it's super creepy to obsess about their beauty and their looks and their uh when they are about to turn 18 that yeah. they had a countdown clock for natalie portman and for millie bobby brown and they've had Maybe. them for tons of celebrities i've seen um in my lifetime which is highly upsetting yeah um, it is and i think it's interesting too because when you look at these celebrities and when people are you know critiquing them it's always like oh they're they're too much of a slut or they're too modest or they're too yeah. young looking or they're too old looking and it's like we really can't win. Like, women just can't no. win when it comes to voyeurs who are looking in on us at any age. You know, it's it's kind of, it's fascinating. Yeah, that's a really good point. And one of the things that I really liked about this Evie article, um, this I wrote down that, to me, this is the thesis of the article. Mm -hmm. um, here's a quote. It says, with a society-wide denial of women womanness on one side and the over-sexualization on the other, how is a woman to know how to live in her female body and feel comfortable with her femininity? Which I think is a real, we've talked about this before, mm -hmm. where they're trying to erase women. But then at the same time, you see, like, you go on Instagram and it's all just like tiny waists and big boobs. Yeah. And it's like, so on one hand, we are trying to erase women and we're and young women are getting double mastectomies and changing their pronouns. And then on the other hand, we're so we're like, we're like, we're like bombarded. Yeah, we're like plumped up sex dolls. Yeah. And it's like, where is the average woman 
she's supposed not to real. fall in there. She doesn't exist. And I, I, I'd argue that that's what the powers that be want. They want us to be confused and miserable so that we will buy more products yeah. to make us Kim Kardashian or to get our breasts removed. Like yeah. they don't want us to be content. And I wonder if it kind of going back to even our conversation a couple weeks ago about um, the, you know, the removing parents from a child's mm -hmm. life so that they're a product of the state like mm -hmm. we're easier to control when yes, we're miserable absolutely and i think that that's yeah that's another quote i think from the same article maybe different one that we've touched on yeah. it's exactly that it's like when someone who's discontented and miserable is so much easier to control and manipulate and from an advertising perspective i mean yeah. we've both worked in marketing yeah. all you're trying to do is manipulate people into purchasing or to yeah. share or to recognize your brand um so like it's hard to say, to point fingers and say like, well, where's this problem coming from? Is it, is it advertisers? Is it society? Like, what does that yeah. even, like who, where's this pressure coming from? And we know like the whole Kardashian phenomena, it didn't start with Kim Kardashian. Like she wasn't around during Marilyn Monroe times where yeah. it's like, oh, the perfect female figure. But it's just a weird thing. Like, is it, is it the elites trying to look down on us and say, well, you need to look more like us? Or is it advertising companies saying, oh, you can look like Kim if you spend more money? Or is it governments trying to yeah, I think that's create a, synthetic wombs? Like, I think that's a great question. I It's funny because I think a lot of women, when we start talking about this topic, we're like, oh, it's men's fault. Mm. Men have done this to us. And I think maybe sort of to an extent, you know, I think that's where it maybe stemmed from. But when you look at Vogue now, for example, Vogue has been setting the standard for beauty for ever mm -hmm. and Vogue is run by women yeah like I'm, I know there are men involved in mm -hmm. the company but but the editor-in-chief is a woman and she has been for a, a long, long time. time yeah so and she, so it's kind of interesting they set the standard of beauty they yeah, set the expectations point. so like why are why are we blaming men for the and by the way when it comes to the over sexualization of children I think that a lot of that is coming from men I mean specifically Millie yeah Bobby Brown and stuff it's well creepy yeah dudes that's it's creepy dudes you know who yeah. are like it's not old ladies or, doing the countdown clocks so exactly yeah. and I'm sure there are some creepy ladies out oh, there. oh 100 like, you know, we're not putting anyone in a box here <laughs> no, you can be creepy ladies you yeah can you be creepy. definitely can <laughs> um but I kind of wonder is this did we do this to ourselves I don't know yeah it's sort of um there's actually a family guy uh, skit about like cutaway about this where um, something about like Lois I think she has like a porn tape come out and okay. and her best friend her next door neighbor like barges down the door and she's like ha 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 slut and it's like almost like we kind of not we but like there is it sort does. of this yeah. no, I want to see Nat fail yeah. there is this sort of <laughs> underlying thing I'm sure you felt it I think it's called the single white female uh, thing yeah. where it's like you kind of want your friend to fail like I don't have friends that I want to fail I just no. don't I'm not friends with anyone who I would be like oh I'm jealous of her I want to see her fail like I would just be like oh that's a weird creepy thought in my mind like I'm not going to be friends with this person if I feel I this weird competition I but there are people I've had friends in my life where I'm like you want to see me fail they enjoy it yes they, they do it. and it's yeah. sort of like that is a micro example of yes. this macro phenomenon which is like oh like I kind of see it we've talked about this before where it's like oh like micro bangs are in style you guys should totally all get your hair cut like super super yeah. short and also you know have sex with whoever you want yeah. ladies like do whatever feels good it's like well so that they can get venereal diseases and you don't like there's to me there's almost like i'm not saying it's women and i'm not saying it's men but there is a weird phenomenon with women where some have friends that they don't actually want to see succeed and like there's that's a great point it can be extrapolated to a, yeah. a larger society problem. no i think that's probably it because i mean it, and it's weird going back to what we were kind of already talking about like we look at lizzo for example and everyone's like 
Yeah. And then, we talked about like Janet Jackson and she's like, yeah, Lulu, yeah. you look great. And it's like, Janet, you have 800 packs. Like, exactly. She's like jacked. But then also we're looking at, you know, we have an article that we'll get to about Camilla, Camilla Cabello. And mm-hmm. it's like they were the paparazzi is like, you know, cr- criticizing her for having a normal body. Like she's not heavy. She's not anorexic. She just is a normal, beautiful young mm-hmm. woman. And it's like so on one hand, we're praising Lizzo for being clinically obese, but if you're a normal sized person, we there's something wrong with you? Like what yeah. the hell is going on there? Yeah, and there's also the whole like cellulite thing. Yes. Um, where there's, you know, we can talk about the reasons why women have cellulite and men don't on average. I think it's like 10% of men have cellulite, yeah. 90% of women do. Yes. Um, but it's one of the quotes in the article, I don't have it in front of me, but it's basically like, what do you, th- when you see a, uh, one of those trashy magazines at the grocery. What are they yeah, called? Yeah, like a tabloid magazine. A tabloid, there yeah. it is. When you see a tabloid magazine and you see like, oh, like Hillary Duff's cottage cheese legs. How is that supposed to make an average woman feel? Where like these people are like some of the beauti- most beautiful, most fit, most rich people on the planet. And yeah. they have a couple of dimples on their thighs. And we're like, oh, they're so gross. And I'm like... Like I'm not gonna bend over in the daytime. Like. Yeah, no, I think, but I think the, they're not actually specifically targeting these celebrities to embarrass them. They want us to compare ourselves yeah. to them. That's because these people will be fine. They can get rid of their cellulite if they really wanted to. I yeah. mean, there are a lot of medical procedures I'm sure that they could undergo. I think it's about us. It's about targeting us normal people mm-hmm. um, who to make us buy the right. the cellulite cream that Kim exactly. Kardashian sells. That does not work, you yeah. guys. You can't. I read an article about cellulite creams. It's like it's you can't just put a cream on your legs i mean I've, we've all tried them but really there's there's only like laser that can really get rid of yeah, cellulite. And that's expensive very expensive right. and, and few people are are the ones who are going to benefit from that so it's much easier to say oh if you buy this product or you go on this tiny tea diet mm-hmm. you'll totally get rid of your cellulite yeah. and it's totally disgusting to make those false promises to people and also create the problem in their head where you're yeah. like oh i didn't even think about my cellulite okay now i'm gonna go home yeah. look in the mirror get upset Go online, buy cellulite cream, doesn't work, get upset, think I'm fat because it didn't work on me or yeah. something like that. It's this horrible cycle. And they want you, they want you like that. They, <laughs> they do. want you, they want us stuck in this yeah. position. Because we're I, consumers that way. Yeah, I, I agree. And I think, you know, as an actionable item, I think what we really need to start doing is getting a better understanding of our actual bodies and finding out what works, you know, to make us more productive and content in how we look, I guess, mm-hmm. you know, because like you were saying, they want us miserable. They want us as consumers. But how do we stop this? Like, why? What? Like, how do we get to a point as women where we're just content with who we are and where we're at with our physical appearances? Because we're never going to look like Kim K. If we don't have the money to. I know? don't even want to look like Kim K. Well, exactly. Yeah, like, right. we probably don't. But but so many people do. And you can see it when you go on Instagram. And you're like, oh, wow, is that Kim Kardashian? No, it's just some... Everyone else. <laughs> yeah, this is any other person. Yeah. Um, and and not only like how do we beat this consumerism thing, but like as a woman, like I don't want to feel like a product of this like weird sexual culture that we live in. Yeah. And so like maybe my desire to look like so let's pretend I want to look like Kim Kardashian. Like that desire is not even a real one. Mm-hmm. It's been like foisted onto me, and I'm gonna buy all these products to look like that when I don't really even want to, and I'm gonna be objectified. And then maybe I get so sick of that mm-hmm. that I'm just like you know what I'm a boy. <laughs> right. And then also let's. Not, not to mention that the trends change. Mm, we were talking about change. that just now right. like with the sunglasses. Yeah, so <laughs> some one day Kim K is cool, the next day it's being like heroin chic or whatever. Yeah, you know? yeah. So like you really can't 
win. Yeah, you get so, butt implants to look like her, and then next month it's like, ooh, flat bums are all the rage. Exactly. And it's like, ah! <laughs> and I think that's the, the point here. Like, we can't win, so we shouldn't no, try. let's not even play. Yeah, yeah, let's just stop playing their game. And yeah. of course, I believe in taking care of your physical health. Mm -hmm. I think it's okay to dress up. I actually think that it is good for your mental health to put effort into your appearance. Yeah. I think when you... Like you feel good when you look good. You know, I always look good. Yeah, exactly, and that's amazing. why she always feels great. Guys. Um, let's go through the the, the tips on the um, yeah, the article because they give you idea. there's some you know there's some valuable ones, some ones that I'm like I roll. Um, yes, can we pull up the article? Yeah, let's pull up. There Thank we go. She you. got it. Um, so number one that they suggest is to learn about your cycle, which I think is extremely useful. Yes. Not something that they even teach you in health class in no. school. They just teach you about periods and don't have sex. Yeah. And then it's like, okay, but why am I feeling this way during this month or this week of the month? And why am I feeling this way? And don't eat sugar that week because you'll have terrible cramps. And right. why are you feeling bloated and angry? Like, why are you feeling hungry? Like, yeah, These are things that can help us understand ourselves. I agree. And I think part of the reason they don't teach us is because they want us to buy the de-bloating tea. To, they're well, like, oh, not elementary schools. Yeah. Like, why don't they teach us? Maybe it's just yeah. because of lack of knowledge back Maybe. in the day when we were in school like last year. But yeah, I mean, more so as teenagers when we're like more susceptible to True. being influenced, I guess you're right. In, in, in elementary school, it's like, well, they I'm, should teach us about our cycles in elementary school. Yeah, I think yeah. so, too. And I think a lot of the onus could also be placed on mothers to teach their kids about these things. Yeah. Because that's the best person to learn from. That's you know, it's very the true. Most comfortable setting. I think a lot of women don't even know. I think maybe this is like a new thing. new stuff. Yeah, because yeah, I have an point. app that like tracks my cycle and it'll tell me like, oh, you're in this phase. Like, avoid alcohol. Yeah. Because whatever, or you might be feeling extra sleepy or whatever it is. And sometimes I'm like, no, that's not right because it's not really attached to my body. But sometimes I'm like, yes, oh my god, yes. Yeah. So it's interesting. And also, we've talked about natural forms of birth control as mm -hmm. well. Knowing what cycle, what, what part of your cycle you're on is also a really great form of birth control because you really can't get pregnant sometimes. You yeah. just can't. So that's your chance, ladies. Yeah. <laughs> no, it's, it's true. So I think that's a great place to start. Learning about your hormones mm -hmm. and feeding your body accordingly. Yes, in exactly. Those, in those situations. Feeling good is going to yeah. make you look good. Exactly. Instead of just being like, what can I plaster on myself on the outside? Like yeah. maybe something internal will actually give you that glow that you're trying to find in a yeah. bottle. Um, number two, explore the feminine virtues and find ways to incorporate them into your life. Um, yeah. So, I mean, obviously there are like a, there are qualities apart from our physical differences that do set us apart from men. And I think that those aren't being embraced as much in modern society. Nope. And I think maybe that's why that's maybe a part of why we're discontent in some ways, mm -hmm. because we're not embracing our inherent nature. And we talked about this already with the gender wage gap. Even it's like some things just are nature. And for some reason, we are fighting that, like fighting those urges. Yes, exactly. You know? Like, and, well, one of the things on the list is like your your uh, it's like poise and beauty, whatever. But like nurturing your nurturing mm -hmm. attitude, obviously. Some men are extremely nurturing and that's always going to be a thing like manis, yeah. <laughs> male nurses like these are these are men who love to nurture and that's OK. They fall outside of the curve yeah. where mostly women are the ones who are nurturing. And I feel like our society doesn't encourage nurturing. No, they want us all to be these like boss business yeah, you know, yeah. who are like the power hungry yeah exactly like st stilettoing on people's throats yeah, the way never to the getting top. married you yeah. know and and having babies and wanting to have babies is just egregious to these mm -hmm. women um and people um but that's a part of who we are and we it's okay if you it's don't almost want to do. like it's pro propagated the species up until yeah. now <laughs> yeah. sort of yeah, like a of trend course. there <laughs> and it's okay if you don't fall into that no. you know that's fine like no one's a monolith but of course most most people will fall 
or will, you know, fight, be comfortable in that sort of situation acting on those sorts of urges, mm -hmm. you know? Yeah, and it doesn't make you lame. No. No. There's nothing cooler me. than being a good mom. I agree. You know? Yeah. Like, cool moms, we need more of those. Yeah. I'm a cool mom. Cool mom. You know? Yeah. But Definitely. not too cool. No, not too cool for school. Yeah. Like, don't give your kid, like, you know. Ecstasy or something. Yeah. <laughs> so, don't do that. We'll move on from that. It's too cool. Yeah. <laughs> What's our next one here? Um, Discover who you are and what makes you feel joy. Yeah. So this one, you know... I don't I don't really belong of the to the philosophy of belief that's like whatever brings you joy is how you I should agree. live your life. Like yeah. yeah, as Christians we kind of are like that's joy and happiness are not the most End all. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. It's well, it's more it's bigger than that. I think like be content with where you're at. I think mm -hmm. contentment leads to joy and I think if you're just content with what you have and the blessings you have, that yes. will that will set you apart from other people and I think that will just spring you forward in your life. And I think that's a really good way to combat this like consumerist yes. bombardment that we're getting all the yeah. time. Cause like, I feel it all the time. Anytime I go on Instagram, we talk yeah. about this all the time. I'm like, I just bought a purse. Yeah. Why? Why, Why did I buy that? We didn't like, need it, I did but not we need really that. wanted it. But it's like it, this know? weird thing that, and I'm, I'm fighting it every third time I close the app. Look, that's progress. But sometimes it'll get me, but it's like this feeling where it's like, I'm not content with what I have. And yeah. this, this purse, which is so trendy now, will definitely bring me into this new echelon like yeah. what Catherine what are you thinking that's so silly that's so silly right and it's like temporary satisfaction it's so temporary right and I think that's the same thing as we've talked about before on the show with like um the sex positivity movement and like hookups it's like mm. okay it feels good now but what what are you going to do when it no longer feels good you're just going to keep having sex you're just going to keep buying purses like we need to as you already said we just need to be at peace with mm -hmm. where we're at mm -hmm. and I think I think that'll really help us out yeah and for me a lot of that peace and contentment has come because I've started going to church yeah. in the past couple months and I've like found God and that has made me feel super content, but that's not for everyone or they're not there yet or whatever. For so sure. you can definitely find it in other places, family, um, your work, your kids, obviously that's family, pets, hobbies, yoga. Yeah. I the church is a great one though, if you want to try it. <laughs> yeah. I mean, I think you you are created by God. So you will find your true wholeness in that, frankly. Like, of course, you can look to other things. I, I agree. But I think those are also kind of temporary. And I think ultimately, like, like learning about where you came from and who your creator is, like the God of the universe who, like, loves you. I think going from there is really where most people will find peace, like, wholeheartedly, mm -hmm. you know. Um, but, uh, yeah, I think to your point, like, faith is just... So I, think I mean, it's, it's the word. Yeah. It's faith. It's literally like I have faith that everything is going to work out or it is yeah. how it's supposed to be. So that's like like kind of a synonym for content almost. I think so, too. Yeah. yeah. And I mean, when you have faith, there's no fear of the unknown. There's no you don't need to compare yourself because, you know, mm -hmm. you have faith that it's you're good. We're mm -hmm. good. You guys, you know, and that's probably why this modern culture we live in is so down on faith and mm -hmm. religion, because I I hear it all the time where it's like, I believe in God, sort of. It's not religious. It's spiritual. Yeah. I hear that. I used to say that about myself because yeah. I did believe in God, but I was like. It's spiritual because I didn't want to say right. it was religion right? because for some reason that has such a negative connotation now. But it makes sense why they would throw that negative connotation on it because right. obviously there are issues with organized religions. Like you can oh, yeah, point no to that. Perfect, right? No, of yeah. course not. But it makes sense why 
the big industry, the advertising industry and all these companies would want you to be godless because then instead of looking to God for answers, you look to your cream, like or the government, the government, like, oh, I, if I am feeling discontent, I will buy this new person, have these cheek, cheek fillers, and then I will be content and beautiful and all the pieces of my life will fall together. It's like, together. well, that's, that's actually religion. That's actually faith that you're looking for. But why would they want you to know that? It's right. like a secret almost. It's like, Shh, yeah. it's actually faith. Like, yeah, it's so interesting just how secularism has really impacted our self-esteem mm -hmm. as women and as consumers. And That's like the, sex, like sex, yeah. they, like they've made it so that- um, It's cheap. Yeah, like like having sex and being sexy is like godly. Yeah. And instead of trying to be good, you, you can say good Christian or you can just say good people. But like if we're trying to be good people, you know, I kind of lost my train of thought, but it's like they put sex on this weird pedestal. pedestal. Yeah. And it's like, that's what we should always be trying to look sexy when we know that, especially as women, our sexiness window is fleeting. Yeah. It's small and it's fleeting. Definitely. And what about the fact, too, that your sexiness is more than just how you look? Mm. Like, I think there's so much to say about, like, a woman's personality, a sexy personality, whatever that means to a man, is what they really find attractive yeah. about you. Yeah. You know, because even when we consider, like, sex on a more secular level, a man doesn't care if you look like Kim Kardashian. He doesn't care if you look like Kate Moss. He I just think wants to get laid. He just wants to get laid, frankly. And yeah. I think a part of that attraction is from your personality and your character. I well, I think that's like the difference between getting laid and having a long-term partner. Yeah, that, Where like, yeah. So, and young girls, and I'm glad I didn't fall into this when I was young because I had so much good training, but young girls will give their bodies away to any man who looks in their direction because they need that gratification because they don't feel beautiful and they don't feel powerful without knowing that a man wants to have sex with them. Yeah, no, I, I, I think that's one of the, biggest pandemics of, of yeah. that women are dealing yeah. with right now. And I, I think going back to our topic of over-sexual, over-sexualization, goodness gracious, let's pick it's a hard word. Time. It's a hard word. Um, maybe the problem is so many young people, especially with social media, are being over-sexualized. And that's why they're seeking out, you know, men and sex and um, they're exploiting themselves, frankly, to find meaning because they were kind of exposed to that way too young. And I, you know, like for example, Millie Bobby Brown, mm -hmm. it's, that's her name, right? Yeah. 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 <laughs> <That's her name. laughs> She's, she, I mean, I, who knows how that's going to affect her in the long run as she grows up. I mean, and we had that other article about Cole Sprouse mm -hmm. um, talking yeah. about his Disney colleagues who were over-sexualized at a young age. That's something he never had to deal mm -hmm. with as a young man but he in saw Disney. it, like, destroy women that he, yeah. you know, girls that he knew. And he was like, there's no way to, like, recover from that. And it's like, exactly. the language is so dark. It's like, it's scary. Yeah. Also, uh, in this article, this E article, um, hold on. Let me find it. Yeah. It, it, it was joking. Here it is. Um, this quote. Cole, who began acting when he was six months old, added that people always want to criticize child stars for going nuts, but they don't want to address the trauma that comes with fame. What? Six months yeah. old? How can you say that you started at, like, this is another problem. Yes. What the heck are we saying? Like, if you want to put your newborn baby in a movie, you're sell like you're selling your, your child. Baby. You're exploiting like, your child. I rewrote the article title or the quote to Cole, who was six months old when his parents sold him to the entertainment industry. Yeah. Like, let's just clarify that. Like, Cole was not an actor at six months old. So this poor kid has been in the entertainment industry his yeah. entire life. And at least it sounds like he's pretty woke to what's going on. Yeah, which is, which thank is God. big for a D Disney star. Yeah, but I mean, and, you know, like, as he mentions in the article, so we have the Miley Cyrus's, the Demi Lovato's, these crazy 
girls who kind of spiral, you mm -hmm. know, and it's like it's like, well, what did we do? Exactly. There has to be a reason why. Yeah. And I think I think it part partially stems from being over sexualized 100%. as a young child. Yeah. Um, you never and like you always have to raise the bar. Yeah. It's like, oh, how how like and we've seen it with Kim Kardashian. Like she, her her outfits need to get smaller and smaller and more tight and her, more her waist needs to. Yeah. It's everything's more extreme as you see like. It's just like when you say something crazy on Twitter and it gets traction. You're like, oh, well, saying crazy stuff on Twitter gets me attention. So that's yeah. why people start. And then you see that thing. You're like, how did we get here? It's like, well, because people love a freak show. Yeah. No, it's so true. We just and then keep I... pushing these poor girls into this. Cr oh, it's just like what happened to Britney Spears. Yeah. Like those, you know, that story of her crying in the, in like a, like a, a fast food store and yeah. like the paparazzi were um, filming her and she had to get away and she asked them please can I stay in here and like don't let them in and she was sitting in there there's pictures of her crying and the paparazzi are outside just take, snapping 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 it's like you broke her yeah you broke her and then you're like oh look what a freak she is crying in a Burger King like yeah. it's so sad that poor girl was sexualized from 16 years old and you really only see this with women in yeah, Hollywood, yeah. to be honest. Other than Michael Jackson, yeah. who else can you say has gone off the deep end as much as like most Maybe women? Maybe Yeah, but he, yeah, but fair enough. That's but, but they're the that's because of Michael Jackson. Yeah, they're the minority though. They're in, yeah, they are. So and so if this is happening to women in Hollywood, Lord knows with social media, it's happening mm -hmm. to our young women, tweens and teens, mm -hmm. you know, in North America. So this is something to be watchful of, I think, because I do think it will have a detrimental impact on young women as they mm -hmm. grow up. I mean, I'm, I'm, there are studies about this, about how being over-sexualized affects, you know, how you uh, deal with intimacy when you grow up mm. and relationships, even friendships, your self-esteem, you know, I, I it, it all just trickles down. And I think we need to start paying attention yesterday. <laughs> yeah. And and, you know. It's a larger problem, but it's getting worse. Yeah, it's getting worse. And like women's. Uh, mental health is deteriorating and their body satisfaction is going down yeah. where it used to be bad. It was really bad. Yeah. Like in the 90s with the, the heroin chic look, yeah. it was really, really bad. But there's this article here um, from Evie again, yes. Kim K's slim, thick body causes more body dissatisfaction than 90 supermodel stick figures, according to a new study. So they said they surveyed 402 women between the ages of 18 and 25 and participants who compared themselves to the slim, thick influencers experienced highly experienced significantly more weight and appearance dissatisfaction than women who compared themselves to the thin ideal imagery. So I was trying to understand why. I think it's because it's, it's impossible to achieve this look yeah. without having money to do it. Yeah, because exactly. So you, you can starve yourself and you can be thin. Please don't, by the way. Absolutely not. <laughs> <Yeah>. um, <laughs> That's our job. Yeah. <laughs> um, you can starve yourself to look super, super skinny, but you can't make your butt explode at the same time. No. And and I have I remember even when I was in high school, girls being like, I want a super tiny waist and like a big butt. And it's like, it's only gotten so much worse yeah. since then because now girls are like, you can you can achieve those in the gym if you're already built like that. That's you can, the thing, you, you can can't fight biology. No, you cannot. And not everyone's yeah. body looks like that. And that's okay. Like yeah. some women in my family have super straight hips. Yeah. Not curvy women, like hourglass, giant butt, skinny waist thing. Like that's, again, like you mentioned, it's a phase. It's yeah. a fad. It's not yeah. always going to be the style. And God you're still beautiful if you don't have exactly those 
proportions. A thousand percent. Yeah. I, I think it really just comes down to the fact that we need to start embracing our natural beauty and just owning who God made us to be. Mm -hmm. It's You don't have to be beautiful like him. You're beautiful like you. Exactly. And, and that doesn't mean we can't buy makeup and wear cute clothes and work out and take care of ourselves and care about our physical appearances. I actually think that will make you a more content person if you put effort in, mm -hmm. you know, but like, let's just like chill out here, people. Okay? Yeah. But that's, I think that's what we're trying to nail down here, yeah. which is, you know, probably not going to get nailed down, but it's like, where do you go too far? Like, where's that perfect the point? It's, it's different for everybody, mm -hmm. obviously, but we're trying to find the balance between being like, okay, I'm genderless. I'm a genderless blob who's yeah. never going to have children and, and down with the patriarchy. Okay. On one side. And then on the <laughs> other side, you're like, I'm a bimbo who just wants to like have a man buy me a mew mew skirt like yeah. i do want that but yeah. yes <laughs> with intelligence exactly yeah. like there are there's a healthy middle ground and that's not always going to be the same for everybody but that's i think what we're trying to talk about now and like let's we're gonna get close and we're gonna figure it out i think so it's a big problem though it is a huge problem um yeah, I don't. I I think part of it just comes down to what we already said. Uh, just starting with where you're at and being content with where you're at. Oh, they had some more. Um, no, they had some more like uh, blah 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 on action the items. Yes, action items on the EV article. I'm so disorganized once again. Yeah, so one I need of them. A tablet. One of them was wellness. So oh yeah, it's like choose wellness that's right for you. So, so that's a great. So take um, care of your you know your mind, body, soul, and spirit. And also like what we're talking about birth control. Um, Maybe birth control isn't right for you. Yeah. And maybe following your natural cycle and eating more natural foods so that you don't have, because like I've experienced really, really bad period cramps. And then when I cleaned up my diet, it, a lot of that went away. Absolutely. I, I think one of the great places to start though is just not rooting your identity and your appearance too. You know, I think like because of social media, it's really hard not to fixate on your looks. Mm -hmm. And I mm. think, you know, it's so hard. Uh, it's even hard doing our job, being on camera. You're like, oh gosh. Yeah. We're like, oh my God, my yeah. skin. You know, and I mean, you can see how it even affects these Hollywood actors. I mean, there was another article about uh, one of the Irwin's sisters. That's Irwin's. not what they're called. Baldwin. Baldwin. Yes. Oh my gosh. Alec Baldwin's 26-year-old daughter just had some, it's like a mini facelift. Yeah. And 26 she, years old. She got it because she has skin here and she doesn't want, she wanted it to be more like, and I'm like, you're you don't you don't need to worry about that. My you're... my theory. Sorry. Yeah, go go. My theory is that she just doesn't want to look like Alec Baldwin. Okay, well I understand that. Okay, he she has a lot of Baldwin. stuff going on yeah, right now. Stuff. Um, you're like cutting ties. I get that. Yeah, just I understand. Pull the whole face like, back. just get a new face. That no. Yeah. Um, <laughs> but 26 is too young for a facelift. Right, which means I'm gonna say it. And even though it's considered non-invasive, you're still go like you're still doing a procedure that. You're way too young and to be your getting. your face isn't even done yet. Yeah. You're not even done growing. You're yeah. still like a growing baby. And like the thing, remember we did that, um, we talked about uh, Linda Evangelista yeah. and her cool sculpting nightmare. Yes. Like who knows what, like what's her name? The long-term effects. The long-term effects. Like yeah. your face is still growing and changing and you're, and you're like freezing it. Like what if things are still moving and they're frozen in like an unnatural yeah. position and you have like a cliff here. It's like... That, then you'll you just have another like surgery. <laughs> and that's not good. No, I'm just You're going to have another surgery to fix that. And then you're going to be like, oh, I need this cream. Oh, I'm going to start my own cream company that tells you, oh, this cream gets rid of your double chins. Like, no, it doesn't. You had cool sculpting on your chin. Yeah. Like, it's just such a, oh, it's so it's toxic. An end, it's a vicious cycle. And I think it's scary that when these famous people who have access to all these beauty products and all these treatments are also still undergoing procedures. Yeah. It's like, well, then there's no hope for the rest of us. Well, 
you know? Yeah. These people are already, as you said earlier, the hottest people in the world. The Kardashians. And they feel ugly, you know? There's this article from Daily Mail. Oh, yes. Um, Khloe Kardashian, the self-confessed filter fanatic, claims her brand promotes body positivity in new campaign a year after she tried to kill candid bikini photos that leaked onto internet. Yeah. So that's a mouthful. That is but a mouthful. basically... Um, she has been quoted as saying, good American has always been more than just a fashion brand. It's a platform for inclusivity and body positivity. And I'm like, says the girl who spent more money on plastic surgery than Elon Musk has on rockets. Oh my gosh, a thousand. Like your whole body is silicone. She's a whole new person. If you watch the beginning of the uh, Keeping Up with All the Kardashians. All of them but her. I know. <laughs> but if you watch the beginning and then you see her it's now. It's like a totally different person. I, I think it's a robot. Yeah. It could be a robot. And yeah. so it's like, okay your body positive that except is such for, bs yeah you're a liar and you're setting a bad example for your daughter by the way <laughs> oh my god yeah they all have daughters yeah there's i mean what i want to know we should do a study on them uh that's yeah. a, that's a whole nother can you imagine like growing up in that household where no. you're like oh i'm going through like a chubby teenage period and they're like that's okay you can get it cool sculpted and yeah. you're like i'm 10 like oh, gosh. <laughs> oh my god for their children yeah we need to pray um, for their children i just think that is so horrifically um, hypocritical and they're all the worst yeah but like chloe yeah i know and also like okay anyone that sells shapewear and tries to combine that with body positivity it's like you're so body positive that you want us to suck it in yeah like, like put on. on a girdle that's yeah. so body positive yeah like please like i don't really buy and it. then there's the um the kim kardashian skims yes. campaign that had tyra banks in it and it was criticized for highly editing photoshopping tyra banks who is as we all know a super famous supermodel, supermodel. and the woman is 49 now yeah, and she's amazingly she's hot. She's gorgeous. So, yeah. Does she have the body of a 20-year-old? No, she has Tyra Banks at 49, and she's freaking gorgeous. gorgeous. And they had they photoshopped her body to look exactly like Kim's body, which is this tiny little waist and these, like, goat legs. And it was a body-positive yeah. campaign. Yeah, and you're like, and so one person on Instagram was like, how, tell me how heavily editing Tyra Banks to look like Kim Kardashian it shows body positivity or yeah. inclusivity. It don't. Like, it doesn't, and they're, yeah. the, they're the worst, and they're... This is why well, you've mentioned this before. This is why we talk about them because it's like they're out here being like, yeah, ladies, like body positivity, blah, blah, blah. And it's like you guys are absolutely atrocious and we're going to call you out. And that's our full time job. That's our full time job. And you know what? <laughs> Someone's got to do it. It's important because they are influencing your granddaughters, your daughters, your sons, even who knows. They are influencing people whether we like to admit it or not. Yeah. So we need to keep a close eye on them. Mm -hmm. And um, yeah. There's one more lit, uh, item on that EV yes. article. Let's, Sorry, producer let's round this Olivia. Out. We are going all over the place. We really and are, our but producer's you know what? the best. She's she is catching amazing. up with us. Um, so number five is write a love letter to your body. And my note is lost me there. <laughs> now I know it has a pot. It's just not so stupid. I kind of take that more as like respect what your body does and can do, not what it can't do. And I think That's it's more fair. about just respect. It's just the wording there. It's 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 roll. a little bit like, bleh. but yeah, you're right. But I mean, we all hate certain parts about our appearance. We're we're never we always feel like we're not skinny enough. We're not pretty enough, you know. And I think just meeting yourself where you're at and then going from there. Yeah. Uh, and by the way, not also being not babying yourself too much. I think is really important. Like, oh, you feel like crap, so you're not going to go out. Well, that's kind of ridiculous. Like, yeah. you know, like go out anyway, because mm -hmm. you're going to feel fat at home too. Yeah. You know? <laughs> so yeah, it's true. I think, yeah, I think that's kind of what I took from that portion. But yeah, it is, it's worded kind of. It's worded poorly, but I agree with you totally. And it kind of goes to like, just love your own brand. Like whatever yeah. your brand, brand of beauty is, like wear that. Yeah. Don't worry about like Gucci, wear 
you know, authentic Catherine yeah. or whatever your name is because I that's going to look the best on you. And this article closes with a quote from Audrey Hepburn. Which oh, yes. We obviously have to read, which is happy girls are the prettiest girls, yes. which I think is absolutely true. I Just look so at us. Too. Not to mention... <laughs> We're going we're gonna to finish this segment up, but, you know, confidence is key. Just fake it till you make it, okay? That's a what, smile goes a long way. Yeah, like most women, like successful women, have just kind of faked it until they got there. Mm -hmm. Like just be empowered by that, you know? Just go for it. Yeah, go for it. Be bold. But keep your tops on. And keep your top on. Yeah. Yeah, it's great. Cool. I feel like we asked more questions than we answered, but it's a good conversation. We're asking the good questions. We're asking the important you questions. You don't have to. You and it's, know. A, it's an important conversation, which we can touch on again, but we're, uh, we're, we're going to talk about now. something else now. Yeah, let's move on. And Should I will... we just uh, quickly talk about the Met Gala before we yes, end things here? Yes, 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 So uh, we may have lost some of you the moment we said Met Gala, but <laughs> we just want to talk about this because the dress code was announced, and I think it's going to be beautiful. It's going to be us. Um, awesome. Obviously, you know, celebrity celebrities are oh, ugh, it's gonna be so good. But the clothes that they wear, come on, we gotta we gotta at least appreciate it's the like art. It's like Bridgerton vibes this year. Yeah, it's so good. So the theme is called Gilded Glamour. So um Ornate, pearls. Yeah. Basically, it's like a, a period which silk. stretched from the 1870s to the 1890s. Mark Twain is credited with coining the term in 1873. So I just think it's going to be fabulous. We're going to wear pearls and corsets next week. Yes. Speaking of probably. shapewear. Um, yes. <laughs> I'm gonna Olivia, be, please I'm gonna order. Be no, I'm just kidding. <laughs> yeah. Yes. <laughs> so everything we just talked out. about, we're yeah. going to throw it out the window yes. next week. And, and we're going to get fainting couches. <laughs> oh, that would be fun. Yeah, it's in the budget. Our new set next week is a fainting couch. Um, but yeah, I think it'll be really exciting. Exciting. It's going to be awesome. And when, uh, I think it's in May, May 2nd, come May 2nd, we will definitely show you guys all of their sick looks. Yeah. There's going to be so much nudity though. You like, oh, I'm wearing like a Versace like underwear with like <laughs> chiffon, nothing on top. It's like, oh. <laughs> well, we'll see what Rihanna does. That'll yeah. be interesting. Yes, it will. Um, okay. Anyway, I think that's the show. Yeah. I think that's our show. We're your hosts. I am Kat. I'm Nat. Um, this show airs every Tuesday at 7 p.m. Eastern time on Rebel News Plus. So be sure to subscribe if you haven't already. And you can also always listen to our show for free when it comes out on any podcast streaming network that you love. And then on Saturdays, we post the full show to Rebel News Plus. No, to YouTube, <laughs> to YouTube and Rumble. Oh, my God. I feel like that changes. Yeah, it, it doesn't. But, okay. I, yeah, it, uh, it could. No, um, but if you go to watchmisunderstood.com, you can watch all of our previous episodes and some really fun clips. They're they're great. David they're great. Menzies actually loves our clips. He loves our clips. clips. Yeah. So, um, yeah, be sure to check it out and we'll see you next time oh and follow us on social yeah, media social media social media love you bye, bye.